Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello and welcome to another episode of Wheel of Horror, the podcast where two best friends spin a wheel once a week, it chooses the horror movie, and they discuss it. Today we're talking about Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead, which was released in 2004. I'm your co-host, Alec. I'm Eric, and with us is DJ Scoob. DJ Scoob, welcome to the show. All right, guys. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What's nice. up, DJ Scoob is with us talking today about Dawn of the Dead, the remake. Just want to make sure that's clear from the from the top. So DJ Scoob, what we like to do, especially with with uh, new guests, is kind of hear like your history with horror. What got you into horror? Why did you want to be on this episode specifically? So let's hear your story. Okay, so uh, my I'm uh, in my late 40s. I'm not going to give the exact number up because, you know, whatever. (laughs) And um, I've come through a lot, a huge genre of horror films, starting from when, like, now I'm going to date myself. Watch this. When Nightmare on Elm Street came out and the original Halloween and things like that. As a matter of fact, I always like talking about my very first jump scare. And you guys are going to laugh at this. I guarantee it. My very first jump scare was in the Ghostbusters movie when the uh, the librarian ghost turned into that thing. Oh, geez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I literally was hiding underneath my dad's bed at that particular point. But after it was all over, I thought it was kind of cool. So <laughs> I just kind of kind of kept with it. So that's why I like horror films. I love how you can pinpoint exactly like the moment where you're like that. This is the moment. Oh, yeah. It's scarring for life. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, mine is like the intro from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. The the music and stuff. I was like hiding behind my curtain, like scared as a kid. That was my first, not jump scare, but just being terrified in general. Like music covering your ears. Like, ah, I don't want to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. Now, The Exorcist was that for me, which, you know, that scares like everybody. But I was eight and I was like, well, that's a little that's a little young. Yeah, way too young. (laughs) Way too. If you have kids, don't show them that you'll ruin them. My mom literally had the house exercised after that movie came out. Really? Yeah. (laughs) You know, there's probably a lot of people that were like that, though. I don't think she's alone there. The movie like. It's funny, too. We have a connection to the the Warrens, not through us, but through a friend who's been on the podcast who's like into that exorcism stuff, uh, Lorraine and Ed, Ed Warren, right, yeah, Alec? That's right. Yeah. So through one of our, if you ever want to listen to any of the Conjuring episodes, like we, we go into that and it's kind of kind of interesting. Nice. Yeah. So jumping into this film. So this was released in 2004. It was directed by Zack Snyder. Uh, one of his earlier movies. Crazy. And- I forgot this was Zack Snyder, too, watching. I was like, oh, my God. Right. And now everybody's like, oh, you know, the 300 Watchmen, uh, all of the DC movies and stuff like that. But this is a great way to like kind of kick off your career. I know Eric and I have seen this movie a million a lot, times. A we were 
we were 14 when it came out. So we were in high school and I remember loving it. But uh, DJ Scoob, why uh, why did you choose this one to be on? Just because uh, the star studded cast that at that particular point in time was not all that star studded. Mm. Um, it was just nice to see uh, a lot of these actors when they're first just getting started, especially the guy who played Frank, Matt Muir. That was kind of mid-career for him, but seeing it take off right after this was really awesome. So that's one of the reasons why I like this film. He he looks like Nomar Garcia Parra. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a Red yeah. Sox player, but I want to see him. But yeah, I know what he's a. I think he's a British actor. But you're right. He I looked at his IMDb and I was like, wow, he's he really took off right after this. Yeah, yeah. It was like one of the films that really really made him. I still can't look at him though and not see Max Headroom. I'm sorry. Who? Max. Oh my God, I'm old. Oh no. <laughs> Max Headroom. This might get into a whole nother thing. So I don't know if you want to dive into this right now. <laughs> no, derail it. Do it. Okay. So in the mid 80s, there was a movie or not a movie, but it was a television show called Max Headroom where Matt Fuhrer, the character, his essence was put into a computer system and he ended up being a like a basically a head in a television that had personality and it was like futuristic and uh, just just Google it. <laughs> yeah, Mitch. What it's really, it? it's really amazing, but it's like way back. So, damn, that sounds like that Johnny Depp movie that came out a few years ago, like Transcending or something. Transcending. That just reminded me of that. Oh yeah, you gotta go back further than that, though. Yeah, yeah, that's like 2016. <laughs> I'm yeah. talking like, <laughs> no, no, I got you. Like 80 something. Okay. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Also, also other actors like um, what's his name, Ty Burrell. Uh, he's Modern Family. The guy who plays Steve in this, like the dick, like I yeah, hate total douchebag. I think I like to hate him in this film. He's so nice in Modern Family, though. No. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's what makes yeah. him such a good actor. Is that you like you? You're like what a douche the whole time. <laughs> in Ving Rhames, we got Ving Rhames. Yeah, dude, love Ving Rhames. Who else? Also, the guy. I think he's in House of Cards too. The guy with the mustache. You know, he's like the security guard or whatever. In the beginning, who's a douchebag in that? Oh, what's his name? Casey, maybe? And then at the end, he, he kills himself to sacrifice. Remember that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm actually glad you brought him. I have a question about him. Yeah. Is that the same guy that was in Happy Gilmore that was the uh, the orderly that took care of grandma but made everybody like knit stuff? No, that's no. Ben Stiller. New, I got to tell you, though, but if you listen, there's actually a part in there where he talks about, I can give you a, a cup of sh shut the hell up. But if you like to look in the movie, he actually says almost the exact same line in the movie. Really? Oh, maybe they kind of like based his character off of. Ben That's Stiller. what I'm wondering because and they be. have the mustache too. If you look in Happy Gilmore, he actually had the same kind of mustache. And he does lock them up kind of too at one one scene where he just like when they're going like it's like sleep tight. Like exactly like that character in Happy yeah. Gilmore. Yeah, so that's a good that's a good comparison <laughs> out of nowhere. That's awesome. So, You're right though. I yeah, told you I watched this a few times and it just I kind of that clicks. Me. Yeah, <laughs> Eric, I know you and I have done the original on the podcast a few weeks ago with Joe, but um, DJ Scooby, did. Ever... what? Oh, you you did, Eric? No. Oh yeah, no, no. I was gonna say, uh, oh, well, the, the obviously the original and the Night of the Living Dead, but I was gonna bring up the other actors in this they brought into Dawn of the Dead, but yeah. DJ Scoob, oh, yeah. have you seen the original like Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead? Like, are you a George A. Romero fan? You know, uh, the original Night of the Living Dead, I definitely have seen several times. The black and white, the most one of the most awesome movies made for its time. But anything after that, uh, as far as the older ones, not really. I kind of got into the reboots more than anything. Mm. Okay. 
Yeah, I, so I can't really talk too much about this. What was it, 1978 Dawn of the Dead? Yeah, that's the one. It, I, I recommend it. It's it's worth it. Worth the watch. I, I saw this movie first, too. I never saw Dawn of the Dead until we did the podcast, pretty much, or like bits and pieces. But uh, it was interesting to see what they took from it, you know? And oh, not, yeah, not a sure. whole, I mean, aside from the mall, aside from the zombies, not a whole lot, honestly. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask, Eric. I was like, realistically, with the exception of the title, and you're right, the mall, that's really the only similarity and zombies of course but the, the biggest the biggest update is the fast zombies yes you know what i mean like that's the biggest like we're, we're they're not slow anymore they're going to be fast like 28 days later style so yeah now that yeah. was a series too it's better it's the way to make it faster and more yeah. fun and crazier mm, yeah no yeah it's it's honestly really good i remember distinctly when this trailer came out too uh eric i was in the movie theater with a girl from our high school and she screamed so loud <laughs> at the trailer yeah because you see it's um the little girl coming to the bedroom and they're like Vivian, oh. are you okay and then she's like wow and she like springs up springs up like Shawn michaels in wrestlemania <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I thought, oh that was crazy <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad you guys can bond over that <laughs> but yeah but the trailer was like so distinct because it was around the time when like the ring had just come out so like little girls with hair in their face was really scary at the time and yeah i just remember this girl screaming but eric i don't know if you remember also seeing it at bobby stores's house i feel like oh was... i very very fondly remember watching it and just loving it yeah i didn't realize that's how good life was gonna get like bobby stores's house got board games we got pizza watch dawn of the dead we were like i think we were like 13 or 14 or 15 maybe i was never i was never at bobby's house sorry guys no <laughs> sorry. Well, you're, you were invited you're invited oh, okay. I lost in the mail. I don't know. Uh, when when did you see this for the first time oh boy it, it had to be not too much longer after it came out i didn't get to see it in the theaters but i think when it hit showtime or you know one of those old movie station things why do i keep aging myself in this thing uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I saw it when it was on, uh, not so much as theater, but when it was on basic cable television, movie stations, when their HBO was actually just HBO and all this other max, whatever stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, you know, that there was a special time in the early two thousands. I don't know with a lot of kind of shitty horror movies, but this is a remake. Well, a lot of shitty remakes, I feel like, but this was a remake that went in a different direction. Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of kicked it off in like 2003 and then it was like every year after that there's a remake. But this this one I I really remember liking it. We got to see a little scene of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre about 3 quarters of the way through it anyway, so. Uh in this one? Yeah, <laughs> that's a chainsaw scene, remember? Oh yeah. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> that was that was yeah, that was a good one. Oh yeah, that was brutal. Yeah. <laughs> in the van. Yeah. I I don't know. I love the way that it opens up too and it just it basically just starts off with mass hysteria just a uh, overworked tired nurse and then it just moves so quickly like it's just ving rains is in the tunnel then you're with the rest of the group then you get to the mall it's just everything is very very quick but it didn't feel rushed dude that uh that intro is one of the greatest like 10 minutes ever by the time she hits the tree we're not even 11 minutes into the film i don't think i got a question about that though sure she hits the tree she passes out how come she's not eaten before she gets woken up Cause there's nothing around her at the time. I feel like she's like in a deep, like trench in the woods, like at, <laughs> off the highway where they're just not around. No, nobody's around except big rain somehow. I don't know. <laughs> it's a little, it's a little like, oh, okay. They were everywhere, but it didn't look like they were everywhere. Like when that like gas station scene happens where the gas station blows up, it didn't look like there was a ton of people in that open field. So when she like goes off, like it's like, that makes sense. Like she could be there probably another 
few hours until she's found by a zombie or whatever, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. That's my take. <laughs> I like the uh, I also like the soundtrack of the of the whole movie. Actually, the movie soundtrack was amazing for me, especially that. Oh, yeah. Thing, like you're talking about. That was awesome. Johnny Cash is the man comes around. That oh, was yeah. solid, solid way to do it. And they have so much action in the opening scene, too. And it's supposed to be taking place in Milwaukee. And I wonder if that's like what Milwaukee's like. <laughs> Just done. Like that's how it would happen. No, but I, I do like to out. You mentioned it. It started off in a hospital, which yeah. is to me that's ground zero for a zombie apocalypse. Oh yeah. And like go if you're in a theater and you go in this go to see this movie, it's like oh it's kicking off in a hospital. Like it's just going to be chaos in the hospital. That's not what happens. She goes home from the hospital, seeing people come in with bites and stuff, and then by the time she wakes up, it's it's just spread. It's everywhere. Such a cool concept in my mind. Well, I was thinking about her, too, on the phone when her husband gets bit. It's like she's so overworked. She's so pissed off at her job. She can't wait to get out of there. And then she calls 911 and they don't answer. She's like, I fucking work for you guys so <laughs> yeah. hard. And nobody can help me when I need help. Like, I would just that's what I'd be thinking. But uh, yeah, totally. Yeah. You know what? I also thought, too, this is kind of messed up. But remember when the little girl like shows up and her face is all mangled? Yeah. It's like, that's not from the zombie. That's from like a rollerblading accident when she was rollerblading. Oh. <laughs> that's so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. I was like, oh, that, that's from before. That's not even from the zombies. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Back, back to the music, too. Actually, love, love <clears throat> when they're doing that montage of them all having fun and, you know, doing different things at the uh, at the mall. And it's down with the sickness, but it's like a swing oh. kind of like. Oh. I could sing oh. that in my head. I love that. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> it reminds me of um, when uh, Will Ferrell would do the Robert Goulet, but he would sing rap. It was like Robert Goulet raps or whatever. So he would sing like Robert Goulet, and you know, like this. But it would be these like dirty rap lyrics, and I don't know. It reminded me a lot of that, and it's, I, I love that. Did you pay attention to the music that was playing in the background when they were walking through the uh, when they were walking through the mall, like going over the speakers? What is it? No, remind me. Okay, so when they first walk in, like literally right after they throw the toilet through the glass and they walk in, it's don't worry, be happy. Oh, and is it like Muzak or is it like the actual music? No, it's Muzak. It's like happy, like ding, like elevator music, but right, it's don't right. worry, be happy. <laughs> I didn't notice that. I'm a big fan of that song, so I, I picked it out right away. How many Billy Basses do you have? <laughs> How many what? Those like those little fishes that would sing the song. Remember those? Oh, Billy! You're like I have a hundred. I used to go through. I used to go through Toys R Us and hit all the buttons of all the display ones all at once just to see what would happen. <laughs> yeah, I, I love those things. Yeah, no, the music was was good. I really love the music from the original ones. So it's a little hard for me to, to say I like this one more, but it is very good. Yeah, and they take they take that scene you were just describing with the the slower down with the sickness and like they're like going through the mall and bench pressing, playing basketball, having sex in that one scene. But like they took that from the original where they're like grocery shopping and like acting like everything's normal right in, in one scene and, and with the guy in the shopping cart. And speaking of the original, again, I, I don't want to get into that too much, but they brought back Ken Foray, Tom Savini, and yep. Scott Renninger is in it. Okay. As well. And um yeah, Scott Renninger plays the general. Tom Savini's that like guy is like, we gotta burn him and kill him. Like that's Tom <laughs> Savini, the makeup artist from the original. And yep. Ken Foray's the uh priest or religious guy who's like we have sex out of wedlock we do this we do that like what did you think was going to happen the dead are rising it's like that's such a cool way to bring those original characters back or actors back into the movie mm. when hell fills up the dead will walk the earth 
dude and that actually reminds me dj scoob of you talking about ghostbusters where they're like hell is overflowing yeah. and it's like the dead yeah like book of genesis or whatever and i'm like oh, okay ran, ran out of room yeah so that's yeah that, i remember when i was a kid hearing that and i was like hell is overflowing there's no more room because we're such pieces of shit i was like uh-oh <laughs> as a kid i was like that's kind of a scary idea also i think when i, re- I was a kid that messed me up was that birth scene boy oh boy dude I, I think they could have done without that one scene. Like, I, 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 you could tell they were going towards that with like, oh, she's pregnant and she's bit during. It's like, yep, I wonder what's going to happen. And it happened. And it's like, oh, I really wish they didn't do that scene. Like I that think- that kind of ruined the movie. Not ruined it, but like took it a peg down, I guess. I don't know. For me, man, I love Zombie Baby. <laughs> i love zombie baby that was so corny it's so corny that's why i liked it though because it was so corny <laughs> and the dude's like you're gonna do this to my family and like just like slowly guns down like this old lady it's like what am i watching in the last five minutes <laughs> that too freaked me out as a kid though it's just like a baby zombie is born as a zombie baby i like it really it hasn't even lived and it's a zombie like yeah. oh like <laughs> Don't even get me started with pro life and like oh like yeah, yeah it messed me up though. Did it live and then die or did it live? And like, <laughs> oh wow. yeah, too much. But uh one other thing I wanted to want to ask you both of you, DJ Scoop and Alec. So let's say you, you hit the tree. Who do you want to get woken up by? I'm gonna say Ving Rames is like the top two people you want to be woken up by. Like, hey, come with me if you want to live. But like Arnold's really old now. I don't know. But <laughs> who would you want to wake you up? Like, oh, I'm fine. Let's go, dude. We're good in the neighborhood. Let's let's get out of here. I got Ding Rams with me with a shotgun, it looks like, and he's in the uniform. Like, we're fine. It has to be somebody from the movie? No, no, no. Just uh, any anyone, oh, like celebrity, athlete. Uh, like, who do you feel safe Rambo. with? Rambo. Like, so Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone, man. But he's got to have all the guns and all the gear. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does, too. So. <laughs> got in his back pocket. You know he does. I think, Ar- I think, speaking of Arnold again, I think he owns a tank, too. I'm not sure if that's true. So it's like, I, I, I'm waking up with Arnold, like, come with me. Like, you need to get out of here. Let's go. <laughs> it might not be a bad bet, but, like, I was thinking The Rock was one of mine and, like, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady has a bunker. He definitely has a bunker. It's like, hey, you want to you wanna come go play catch and – and come with me it's like yeah kind of tom can i get some signed balls while we're at it too like (laughs) alec who would you have i would go with harrison ford now and i'd be like do you have a 1942 plane around nearby (laughs) that we can escape gotta get out of here oh my god no 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 actually harrison ford 1984 probably yeah harrison ford now i like better as long as there's no snakes yeah, no snakes. Uh, yeah, no flying. There's definitely no flying for him. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I take him. But yeah, man, the idea of being in a mall is such a cool idea for a movie. It's safe. It seems safe, at least. And it, it works out for most of it. But where would you guys, if you guys had to pick a place to go? I know, Eric, we've talked this to death, but DJ, DJ Scoob, if you if you had an idea, like zombie outbreak right the second, where do you go? Um, That's a good question. I probably have to go to the mall just because everybody's probably already cleared out of there anyway that you could probably find some gear to defend yourself with and lock the doors unfortunately they seem to get into every single mall that's ever been made so <laughs> no yeah i mean eric have you thought of a new idea i mean Shaun of the dead they go to a bar this movie they go to the mall i mean like a dick sporting goods maybe would be a good like not even a mall just like a sub mall outlet area where there's a dicks where you can just get like oh let's get a bow and arrow and some like random golf club to fight these things with. Yeah. I don't know. 
I guess it's not too bad of an idea. No, but we we talked about our movie theater we worked at would be a great place because there's so many like ways to lock those heavy doors and watch movies. On that note, Alec, I was thinking of uh, like sequel ideas or like a Ooh. way for them to do this again. For this like, one? Not a, not, not a sequel to this, but like if they were to do it again, what I would want them to, to kick it off as. Okay. So the original Dawn of the Dead to this one is 26 years. Dawn of the Dead 2004 to now is about, I think, 17 or 18 years, I'd say, if that, that math is good. So I would imagine they did a Dawn of the Dead and it kicks off at the, the fire festival. We're like, you know about that story? Yeah. DJ yeah. Scoob, you know about the fire Festival, right? Are you talking about Burning Man or what? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, like the Burning Man Fire Festival. That like It's this con man like got everyone down to this island in the Caribbean. And like it was just like there was no food, no water, no bathrooms. It's like, imagine the zombie apocalypse somehow started there. And it's just like, we got conned and there's a zombie apocalypse. That's a movie I'd want to watch. That would actually be very funny. <laughs> like, douchebags of the day. Can you imagine what the trailer would be on something like that? <laughs> just wild. Just wild. Yeah. Like, no. uh, are we going to get our money back? It's like, stop talking about our money, Trevor. We got to get out of here. There's zombies. We paid like, $5,000 and all we got was Wonder Bread. It's like, this is bullshit. And there's zombies. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that would be uh, funny actually that that would that'd be more of a move or or like another another stupid idea would be like a muppet dawn of the dead <laughs> like we're like where like kermit has a scene with miss piggy and has to leave miss piggy's like ah, it's not safe to be here miss piggy like gotta get out of here and she like she's bit and has to leave her behind would it, it would be serious though it'd be really serious. it's all muppets and like uh, like michael kane again in it. i don't know okay. throw a minute muppet zombies man i gotta see that <laughs> I would do a Muppet Zombie movie. It's like it starts with Animal. He infects everybody, and then it goes from there. Like <laughs> like to bite everything anyway. Yeah, they just have to take it like really seriously, though. And I would, I would be into it. I really, yeah, would. I'd be down. I'd be down. They huh. could do serious stuff. They did. What was that Muppets? The uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. They did pretty good on that for serious. Right? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like a Muppet Dawn of the Dead. Like, tell me you wouldn't pay ten bucks to watch that movie. Oh my god, dude! All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. If this was real, if this was real. Clint Eastwood's final direct film. It's his final. <laughs> he's ninety five. It's his final movie, and it's Stop. it's Muppet Night of the Living Dead. Oh my god! Stop. He's in it. He's in it. Obviously, Night of the Living Muppet. We have to pr- we put it back. Night of the Living Muppet. Night of the Living Night Muppet, Muppet directed Muppet. by Clint Eastwood in his final film appearance. I'd watch it. I would do in a heartbeat. <laughs> Yeah, it like actually and they give him like an Oscar just because, you know, like, listen, like he deserves it. Oh, man. But sequel to this movie, because it ends, which is actually really cool the way it ends. They all build these badass buses. They really deck it out. They crash. They try to get to a boat. They try to escape. It's a good idea. It really is a good idea. Actually, you, you're in Missouri, right, DJ Scoob? Yeah, that's right. I've seen Ozark, so I know a lot about Missouri. That's the only way you know about this place. Great. I know. No, I know. I feel like <laughs> no, but uh, but you guys could. Are there like islands like in the lakes that you guys you know this could potentially work something like that? No. It, well, uh, I don't think so. I, I think they're all still landlocked inside. So I don't think going to the middle of a lake will stop a zombie apocalypse. 
Okay, so this idea, this idea <laughs> is not not a good one for them. Then you'd be better off going to the like an island in the middle of the ocean than in the middle of a lake. Oh yeah, for sure. I guess it's more like well, we could get lost in the ocean. There's salt water. Yeah, I don't know. I think their idea is good, but like, I mean, the world's just messed up. They can't they can't figure it out. Yeah, and I mean, they kind of do the sequel when they get to the island. They show that in the post credits too. It's like it didn't go well. Yeah, that's right. They, uh, whatever those things were, I guess, if they were natives or whatever, they still got to eat them. Yeah. 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 Oh, what an awesome way to end it, too, without with the down with the sickness. Like, that is such a cool Epic. ending. Oh, my God. The music couldn't have been more perfect. Yeah, for the time, too. It was great. But um, I always, always love that ending, like, sequence with the bus and everything. I just like the blue tint Zack Snyder uses over it all because it makes it look like it's daylight. It's dark. It's hopeful. Like right before they get to that quote, remember that blue tint? That's yeah. Where the, it's it's very dream sequency when he does that. So no, you're right, Eric. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Where you just see like this one lone zombie like run out past the button. Yeah. yeah, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, dude. This movie's like cemented into my DNA. I just from the time it came out. I don't know. It's just very nostalgic. It's great. Yeah. It's very fun. It's not too long. It's a good like nod to the original without taking too much and being a direct clone of it. The opening scene is great. The music's great. Just all around freaking awesome. That's all I'd, I'd say it for sure. And it had yeah. just the right level of corniness for me. Yeah. <laughs> Zombie babies. Zombie babies. Zombie baby. the, the... <laughs> also, one of the funniest parts of the movie, too, is with which I love, too, is the gun guy, Andy, across the uh, across the parking lot. And they're just like Jay Leno and Rosie O'Donnell. And just like oh, it's me. great. It's great. Dude. I was watching that part just before I got with you guys tonight. That was great. <laughs> Yeah, that's one of my favorite. When I was a kid too, and I thought that was the real ones. I was like, "What is Rosie O'Donnell doing in a mall in Wisconsin?" I was like, "What? Why is she there?" I always thought, thought they were real. <laughs> yeah, the guy who looked like Jay Leno really looked like Jay Leno too. Yeah, they really they're, nailed they're, Jay Leno. That's yeah, they did good. They, they must have had fun with like the extras. It's like, all right, what can we do with the extras? It's like this guy kind of looks like Jay Leno. We can zombie him up. Yeah. No, I think you're right though, Eric. It is. It is what I feel like a remake should want to be. I almost feel like they didn't need to call it Dawn of the Dead though. Like they could have just called it a different movie because it is such a different plot it just take, happens to take place in a mall so i feel like everybody would have got it if it was called like i don't know, like brunch of the dead no no but like something else like i don't know like but something else because i feel like that it would make like purists who love the original be like what the fuck is this sort of thing and they don't have to do that because it's not the same movie yeah and I, I think like the of the dead movies like they're they're all pretty much taken like all the names so uh, day of the dead dawn of the dead this could be it has to have of the dead so yeah. What what you want to like evening of the solace of the dead? I don't. Yeah. Yeah, we're out of uh, of the dead, so we're gonna have to think of something else. Yeah, yeah. all those like internet names, the browser names are all taken. So <laughs> whatever they're they're called. Yeah. yeah no, I uh, couldn't agree more. So DJ Scoop, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, what you do? I know you you'd worked uh, you'd spoken with Justin on Twitter, but yeah, fill us in on uh, on everything you do. What's your podcast about? Okay, well, uh, my podcast is called the Undiscovered Entrepreneur. It's basically a podcast about brand new entrepreneurs that are just getting started in their business. Most of them are a year less in their or less than a year in their business. Uh, I interview them, ask them questions and learn from them. And uh, anybody that happens to be happens to be listening to them can learn from them as well. And then every once in a while, you get a little sprinkle in of me, a little sprinkle in of somebody that's a little more seasoned, since we're talking about sprinkling. And uh, it's been great. Uh, I haven't had it very long. It's been probably about three days since I've actually started officially. I've been working on it for months, but yeah, it's uh, it's been amazing. So 
Dude, that, yeah, congratulations. That sounds awesome. I mean, so so it's about kind of like new entrepreneurs, maybe learning from each other. You know, obviously, you guys are kind of all in like the same boat sort of thing. So it's nice to be able to bring people together that are all trying to achieve same ideas. But so do you, I mean, I'm assuming it's a wide variety of um, industries. Yeah, I mean, my first one was a professional organizer, which I didn't know was even a thing when I interviewed her. Uh, my second one was a software developer. So you're getting a good variety of different types of businesses that are out there that are possible, but still learning the basic steps of entrepreneurship, you know, what the pitfalls are, what these people, people's pitfalls were, uh, what they've learned from them. You know, that way you can listen to them and, and learn from them as much as anything else. And I'm a brand new entrepreneur too. So I just figured, you know, we could all stay in the same kind of community, learn from each other. And uh, I also do this to give people an opportunity to talk about their own business, do a little of their self-advertising, and I don't charge anything for it. So everybody wins from everybody. That's awesome. And what's it called, your podcast? The Undiscovered Entrepreneur, because we're all brand new uh, entrepreneurs are just waiting to be discovered. Nice. That's awesome. Well, it's very, very positive. So good luck with that. So happy that you were able to join us today and talk about a film that you love. And uh, I know Eric and I, and I'm growing up on this. It's nice. Uh, it took us a while to get this one out. I, I, I feel like we'd have done this a while ago. It feels like it. I mean, we had Shaun of the Dead, which is a direct derivative of this movie with the Staples guy working, you know, working in, tell, what was he from? Works in Best Buy, right? Yeah, it's like Radio Shack or Best Buy. Yeah, like this. So it's what Shaun of the Dead does. So it's like we, we did that one. We did the original Dawn of the Dead, we did the original Night of the Living Dead. So it's just like, it was about time we did this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, I want to start doing more early 2000 films, like Ghost Ship. Remember Ghost Ship? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, uh, what do you say spin the wheel, Eric? Let's spin the wheel and pull it up. Spinning. <laughs> oh boy. Yep. Alec, you have your wish. We have Troll 2. Oh, yes. All right. Oh my god. Hell yeah. Oh no. DJ Scoob, have you seen Troll 2? I I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I haven't even seen Troll Run to talk about Troll 2. <laughs> so, that's the beauty of it. You don't even have to see Troll 1 to see Troll 2. That's uh, that's what Eric's no. about to learn. Ah. No, fine. Do I need to do I need to learn it? You do. This is going to change your life. Yes, Eric. you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh DJ Scoob, thank you so much for joining us. Yes awesome to to hear about your show about what you're doing and to hear a little bit from a guy from missouri you know we, we, don't, uh -huh. we never had somebody from missouri on here so well i'm glad to be your first then <laughs> <laughs> i i really enjoy talking to y'all and uh, the opportunity was amazing and uh if y'all need to see me or want to talk to me or anything please look me up on do you mind if i say my website is that cool please please uh uepodcast.net and you can find me on Twitter at DJ Scoob. That's S-K-O-O-B 2021. Awesome. And we'll see everybody next week with Troll 2. All right. Thank you, DJ Scoob, again. Woo! You're welcome. Thanks, guys. <laughs>